Lockdown Podcast. Check, check, check. How's that? Is that good? Can you hear me? Can you hear me enough, but not too much? Just enough. Welcome to the show, guys, guys and gals. I'm Lachlan Patterson, aka Lockjaw. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or WHY, what have you. Sorry, I'm just finishing a a nut. I had a cashew, cashew, cashew. I'm going to wash it down with a nice 12-ounce can of Rolling Rock Extra Pale. The green beer. Ay, ay, ay. Let's get started because we can't waste time. We have to do stuff. We have a lot to do. I know I have a lot to do. I just finished cleaning the entire stove. I, I clean that thing good. We got an old Wedgwood stove, and I don't know if you're familiar, but these stoves are all cast iron, and they last forever, but I haven't cleaned it in a while, so I took the, literally took a drill and put a metal scouring bit on the end of the drill and just blasted and then sprayed liquid Comet detergent all over it and just grind it off all the dirt and <coughs> grime and grease and made a big old mess made a big mess my lady was not happy with my mess because she's not she don't like mess she can see dirt I can't see I've said this before and it's it's tough she's also I think she's she's nearing her her period, perhaps, because she's very frustrated with me lately. I'm a frustrating guy. I frustrate her. I drive her crazy. And it's my job to... I'm not, There's nothing I can do about that. I'm just going to drive her crazy. But when, I, when, she, you know, when she starts to boil over, I got I to gotta figure out what it is that I can do to calm her down. Because she can, she, can, she can get really upset at me. I don't really get upset. Uh, here's my thing. I'm going to be with her forever. So whatever's going on, I just got to figure out how to solve it. Because I can't get out. I'm not leaving. It would take a lot for me to leave. She's an awesome chick. But we're just different. We're really different, and and sometimes we have to. I mean, we have to work together. We're fit cleaning the kitchen all day today, and we had to work together. So we have to work together all day. She's my partner, my teammate. Well, I'm the captain. She's the CEO of the company. I drive. She just tells me where to go, but I'm driving. Okay. I wear the pants in the house. She just tells me which pants that I'll be wearing. So we made the bed. We make the bed every morning. It's a Cal King Tempur-Pedic mattress. 
I'm not just trying to throw down my little wealthy lifestyle on you and make you feel bad about your shitty, shitty bed. You're stupid. Probably got a box spring. I have two box springs. That's how big my bed is. But because of that, and she's so small, she, she we have to make the bed together. And uh, she made she used to make beds for a living. She worked in a hotel, so she blew my mind with some stuff. Do we have a pillowcase in the pillowcase? Do you guys put a pillowcase in the pillowcase, like a pillow protector? And you zip that up, and then you put the pillowcase on? Do you have to do that? Do you tuck? Do you tuck the be- bottom of the bed in? Do you put? How many pillows are you running? We got six, three each. I I'm not opposed to extra pillows. Heck, pillows. When you're in the middle of the night and you have that pillow that you didn't even know you had, and you you know between your knees, you just pull it there in between your knees, and it's nice and cool. I'm all I'm all for extra pillows, but we do we do a we do a good a good you know. We have to connect to do the bed together. And it's early in the morning, and I'm tired sometimes. And maybe I don't quite do it to the, you know, to the level that if the queen came over, she would prove. But to her, making the bed is setting a uh, standard for your day. So it starts with the bed, and it reflects on everything you do for the rest of the day so she wants a nice tight cornered bed and i can do it i can do it most of the time sometimes she changes the style in the middle of it she'll be like you know what let's just do something different this time let's just pull the top sheet down a little further and and fold it back over the bottom sheet and i'll just my mind will explode it took me so long just to figure this one out She even said, take me through your thought process, uh, a.k.a. a Joe Prano joke, t- when a woman said, his girlfriend said, take me through your process, t- thought process when you're making the bed. And if you guys know Joe, you know his punchline is, did I piss in it? No. Comfort her over everything. That's her favorite of his jokes. Because, I asked her, why is that your favorite? And she says, because that is Joe being honest. And she likes that. I got a great chick. I got a great chick, but she's very, uh, she's challenging for me. And so, I, um, you know, we, we have conflict. You can't have love without hate. You can't truly love someone unless you absolutely fucking hate them sometimes. It's not, it's not possible. Just like you can't have happiness without sadness you can't have success without failure. That just it doesn't work. You can't. How would you know what success is if you didn't have failure to compare it to? Oh, Portland, I'm coming to you next month, October eighth to eleventh. I'm gonna be in Portland at the Helium Comedy Club. This is my only live weekend indoors this year since February. Please come. Please come. There's only a few tickets because they have to put everyone in the corners. And I think some people are going to be in the closet. I don't know how they're going to seat it, but they don't want anyone to get sick. I don't want anyone to get sick. 
I've talked about this before. I've called people idiots for doing comedy and getting everyone sick. I don't want to be one of those people. I'm not going to be one of those people. So if you're if you're sick, don't come to my fucking show. I don't know what to say about you asimps. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun to be doing comedy indoors. Now this homeless comedy. I did some. I've done some shitty shows, so this one's I'm very excited about. I hope you guys come see me. I'll be there. If you can't come see me, you can watch me on my website at LachlanPatterson.com. You can see my comedy special. It's still up, but it's gonna be going down uh, at the end of the month. So get on it. And if you really really like me, you can. Uh, Go on cameo.com and uh, I ha- you can actually, for $20, you can contact me and ask me to leave you a, a video. I can say happy birthday to a friend of yours for 20 bucks. Do you have any friends who are like would like to hear me say happy birthday to them? Or to tell them, um, you know, to stop, to, to do something that <coughs> would make you happy, you know? Like maybe you're trying to tell someone something. But you can't say it because they don't listen to you. Maybe they'll listen to me if I say it. So for 20 bucks, I'll tell them, hey, Brian doesn't like it when you leave the toilet seat up. I don't know. Whatever you come up with. It's not my job to come up with it. Or it is. If that's what you want for 20 bucks, Lachlan, this is my buddy. This is everything about him. Can you do a joke about him? Or can you do a joke about something? You know? Sure. It's 20 bucks. Was that... I, I worked with a guy who works for Cameo, and I said, is 20 bucks a good price? And he said, it's cheap. It's really cheap. So, I'm cheap. And uh, I like Cameo. I'm not going to leave. I don't need to leave. But if I did leave, hopefully Cameo would just let me leave. Everything I leave now... Even if I just buy, like, like if I go to Jack's Surfboards online and I buy a wetsuit and then they start sending me emails, I said, I, don't, I unsubscribe, and then they immediately send me, uh, it says unsubscribe, and then it goes, tell us why you're leaving, and it gives all these options, and you no, know, you don't get to know why I'm leaving. You No, you're not going to f- get to know. Well, why, why won't you tell us? Well, because then you're going to figure out how to use that against me so I can never leave again or the next guy doesn't know how to leave. You're going you're gonna to block that exit. And the truth is, we were never a thing, Jack Surfboard. Okay? So I don't owe you an explanation. We just It was just one wetsuit. That's all I wanted. I just wanted the wetsuit. I didn't want the whole relationship that goes with it. Too many emails. Too much. Too much you, Jack. Hey. Pickup truck just drove by full of stuff down the alley. He's collecting metal. He's a metal farmer. October 8th to 11th, though, is going to be the money. Come see me. October 8th to 11th. I'm going to be flying on that plane you hear right now. I'm going to be flying on a biplane. Those big goggles on. 
No, I'm driving. I'm going to take the van up, up the coast, taking the family on a road trip to Portland, you guys. It's going to be great. I got to, we're preparing right now. I'm getting all the body work done on the van. My buddy Robbie is hooking me up with some body work. Some body work. Got to work on my van's body. And putting on new bumpers, resealing the top, just getting it road ready. Just gave it an oil change and replaced the some of the linkage points underneath for the for the stick shift. It was a little loose. Checked all of my fluids. We're good. We're good. Slugger is is the nickname of the van. Because one time we were in the woods, and we were pulling out of a camp spot, and there was a giant slug on my side view mirror, like the length of the van mirror. And someone told us the van you, you can't name your van. The van names itself. And so we waited. We didn't name it. And then as soon as we saw that slug on there, we're like, uh, one of us, said, me and one lady, lady said, "So it's Slugger. That's the name of the van. He just, that's him. Slow and steady. Nobody honks at a Volkswagen van. If you honk at a Volkswagen van for going too slow, you're the worst person in the world. You really are a horrible person. It's like honking at a lady in a wheelchair. I got a four-speed, man. 55. Maximum speed limit, 55. I'm using the far right lane. Go around. Or just relax and enjoy the beautiful view that is a 1986 Vanagon Westphalia Weekender Edition. Nice white, nice pearl white. Maybe I'll park it in front of Helium so you guys can check it out. Maybe they'll let me park it there. Bringing, bun bringing bananas up with me too. Banana cakes. Banana pancakes is coming with us. My bunny. Bringing the bunny. We always bring him on our road trips. He loves it. He gets to go out in the woods and, and investigate. He doesn't really run away like you would think a, a rabbit or bunny would. He just chills with us. He knows we're his family. Bringing my kid. We're going to go up the coast, so first stop is going to be in, I think, from L.A. We're going to stop maybe in Halama. This is just off of Lompoc. It's a little beach camp spot, and they got excellent surfing there. And then we're going to go to Morro Bay, I think, or Cayucas. I think we're going to stay in Cayucas for a night because, you know, we had good memories of staying there last time. And then we're going to get back on the uh, 101. Because the PCH is, um, it's all fucked up through Big Sur. We're not taking that route. I, I think there's all sorts of problems there. So we're going to go around, we're going to go around Big Sur along the 101 and land in Santa Cruz. We're going to stay in Santa Cruz. Hopefully there'll be some, some wave sliding to do. But if not, there's some great campgrounds around there. Hopefully the fires have subsided a bit. And we'll be able to do some camping. I love camping. Chopping wood, making a fire. I gotta watch out for my kid, though, if he gets in some poison ivy. Can you spot poison ivy? I can. I've had to. I got it all over me. Look out for the, the three 
the, th- the leaves in threes are deadly. Just stay away from any ground leafy plants that have leaves of three. Groups of three, that's why I always helps me. And then we're going to go up to, I think we're going to continue up the coast from Santa Cruz around San Francisco. And up the coast of San Francisco, we're going to stay in, I think, Pacific something. Campground up there. We're going to continue up past, along the coast of, of Northern California to, I think, Newport. Just to... Right there on the Oregon border. We're going to stay off the five. That's where most of the fires are. We're going to just kiss the coastline as we go up. Any chance we get to get in the water, we're going to go surf. Ding. Camping, surfing. Whatever. Try some good food. Get out of L.A. Get the fuck out of here. There's nothing going on here. Hey, can you do my, can you do my online show? Can you do my online show for five people eating cereal in their bathrobe? I can't do it anymore. I can't perform for people at home. They don't, I can't stare at your faces of, of, it just doesn't look like they care. If you don't care... You know, I need you to care. Um, if you're gonna, you know, if I was to set up an online show, I would make everyone have a a a, a chair, a standard like dinner table chair. I would ma- I would say you got to get dressed up, and you got to get a dinner table chair, and you got to set up your camera in front so I can see you as well as I, I'm work I'm doing that here. I'm setting up lights. I'm putting on clothes, fancy clothes, trying to make it look presentable for you. All these comedians are trying to make it look presentable, I hope. Only to be staring at the top of someone's forehead and their ceiling fan. While you're trying to make them laugh. Trying to make them laugh. T- trying to ex- trying to share something personal that's what it is I mean I'm not telling you like dumb jokes a lot of this shit is stuff that I've created in my head to express myself personal things man like I do on the podcast talking about my kid his first word. You know what his first word is? He just started saying it. Star. That's his first word. A star. A star. He nails it every time. He says other words, but this is the first one that when you put a picture of a star up or when you draw a star, he immediately goes, a star. Everything else is like, like he'll say bus, but he says bus to everything. Like he points to my shoes and says bus. He calls me bus. When he's eating, he he says bus, 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 bus. 
He's starting to say play as well. Play. I think he wants us to play with him more. But we're working. We're trying to get the place ready so that we can get out of town, buddy. Play by yourself. It's so sad. I wanted to, That's all I want to do is play with him. But my stupid house keeps getting dirty. And I, I got to clean it up. With my lady. And cleaning up with her is like... You better start bringing out some paint cans. You know? You, you pull out a, a sponge. She'll be like, get the paint cans and some... Scrub, uh, some scouring pads and some steel wool and uh, break out the saw because we're going to make some shelves it's so different to me cleaning is like a, a, a really wet cloth and a broom that's all I need in, rever in the reverse order of course you don't mop then or you don't get things wet and then sweep I'm not an idiot But there's a lot to do before we leave. And we're barely getting started. Did I press record on this podcast? That would be embarrassing. <laughs> Honestly, if I forgot to press record, there wouldn't be a podcast this weekend. Fuck it. I'm not doing this again. No, I would I would I'm not going to I've got a good record going. Of course I'd have to record another podcast, but it wouldn't be as good. I'd be mad the whole time. And I'd probably be saying, oh man, a lot. But if you listen, I haven't said oh man once until just then. Which is good. I've also been good about, if you've noticed over the past this year, I've reduced all my ums and my likes so, these were goals for me. You know how annoying it is to have to edit out ums so that you guys don't have to listen to my lack of preparation? You want to hear something embarrassing? Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, the Supreme Court Justice. And I don't even know who she is. And everyone's posting pictures of her. And I feel like an asshole. I feel like a total asshole. I gotta look her up. I mean, I'm sure they'll do a movie about her. And it'll be a really good movie. And eventually it'll end up on Netflix. And I'll watch it. As long as it's like, you know, someone dope is playing her. Like Meryl Streep. Or like Mike Myers. Who would play Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I heard, and this is how bad, this is how dumb I feel. Is My lady was on like a conference call with her girlfriends. And I heard one of them go, I've just been having a bad day. Ruth died yesterday. And I was like, oh, fuck. I should know who this is if people are calling her Ruth. But I haven't looked it up. I know she's probably fought for women's rights and equal rights. I mean, that's probably what it's all about. 
Now she's dead. What a what a great woman. I know she fought hard for to stay alive. She fought to stay alive. We all don't we? Do we all fight to stay alive? You know, I when I had kidney stone and they gave me morphine, it felt like I was dying and I was fine with that. I really was. Like in my in my head I was like, Okay, you know, good run. I had a good run. People will remember me. I think they'll remember me for a little bit. Nothing's huge, but you know, I didn't really blow anyone's socks off. There were good things about me and bad things, and I was happy that I was leaving. I didn't think, I have so much to do. I didn't think that. I don't have much to do, I guess. I think I've done it all. <laughs> of course, I don't think that. Now that I'm alive, I think I have so much to do still. But when you're dying, I don't think you think about, like, ah, oh, fuck. I haven't posted that video. I forgot to... I never got the chance to wash my car and sell it. I don't think we think that. I think you get a nice... I think if you're about to die, they stick you a nice needle of morphine in you. And it's it's pretty easy. I think you just let go. But she didn't. She fought. She fought for a long time to stay alive because I, I think there's also some some sort of bullshit in this country where you can vote for, you know, the the president can pick the Supreme Court justices, and she wanted to stay alive a little longer and see if she can make it to the next president. I don't know if that's true. That's just something I think. Nothing's really true unless you saw it. But this country's weird, man. I can't wait to go up. I'm going going up to Canada after Portland. I'm going up to Canada to visit my mom and dad, whom I love very much. And not only are they my mom and my dad, they're my friends. Like, do you hang out with your parents? I love hanging out with my parents. My dad is hilarious. Drives me crazy, but he's hilarious. He's grown, grown a beard for the first time in his life. He's grown a beard at 83. His 83rd year, he's decided to cut loose. And my mom is uh, my mom's amazing. She's amazing. She's so calm and patient, and she's an artist. She paints. She has an art. She has a paint studio that I think we're gonna go just take over and sleep in. And they live on a lake on Pender Island, and they have all sorts of kayaks and canoes, and there's disc golf in the woods, and all sorts of wildlife, eagles and deer, and beaver, there's beaver, and muskrat. Do you know what a muskrat is? There's a muskrat, look it up. It's a rat that has musk. It's it's a cologne. But I'm looking forward to going to Canada. I'm Canadian originally. I'm Canadian originally, which brings me to a segment that I haven't talked about in a while. 
green card update. Green card update is as of yesterday. I got a letter in the mail, and it was a very thin letter, and I was and it said from the United States uh, Citizenship Immigration Services. So I knew right away this was about my green card. So I couldn't open it. I was like, it was. I felt like Rudy when he got sent, you know, his Notre Dame letter, and. I just want, I've got I've gotten so much rejection from this country trying to get visas and green cards. It's just it's 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 such a uphill battle to be an American to become a a immigrant legally. So maybe if they made it easier to become a legal immigrant, there wouldn't be such a concern for illegal immigrants. I don't know. But I walked over the shack. I saw the letter and I immediately left the house and walked down to the shack and went in the garage and sat in my chair, took a big breath, and I said, well, if it's a rejection letter, that's fine. We'll figure it out. And I opened it up and I folded and folded it and it said, congratulations, you are a legal immigrant of the United States of America. Your green card will be arriving within 60 days. Do not cross the border until you get your green card. Otherwise, it w- might be difficult returning to the United States. So that part was bad news. I was like, oh, shit. I'm going on a trip. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to be in Canada next month. I can't. I'm leaving in a week. So even if it does arrive in less than 60 days, I'm not going to have it. Well... I'll just deal with it when I have to, you know, I'll deal with it at the border. So I go back to the house, and I notice there's another piece of mail in the mail that I didn't see. And I pulled it out. It said U.S. Postal Service Express Priority. And I open it up, and it's the fucking green card. It arrived on the same day. It's my green card, and it is good for 10 years. I did it. I did that. It was a lot of work. No lawyer. Didn't do a lawyer on this one. Couldn't afford it. During COVID-19, I could not afford to spend money on a lawyer. I had time, so I put in the work myself. Got the letters. Got this, everything, the documents they required. They send you a list of all the documents they required. I mean, it's great. It's weird. It's a weird time to become an American. They, you know, (laughs) not the most beloved country right now. It's just different here. It's really different. The first day I moved here, I remember how excited I was to move to L.A. L.A. is different than America. But I got to L.A. and I pulled into a gas station right when I got here because I was completely on empty. And I went inside because you had to pay inside. That's the difference in Canada. I remember you could just fill at the time. You just fill your tank. And then afterwards you go pay. But in America you have to pay first because too many people are taking off without paying because they just aren't 
put it politely, this country was built on rebellion. This country was created by people who refused to respect the authority and that thus they created their own United States. And, you know, that kind of mentality is, is within everything here. Everyone's trying to, um, you know, work the system, expose any way they can an advantage to get by and succeed because it's this country's all about succeeding and being rich and you know successful it's 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 why i moved here i really wanted that i wanted to be a famous comedian and i just didn't think i could anyone would give a fuck about me in canada so i moved to the states i was young this was what i thought since then, I have learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about stand-up comedy and what I want. And I met a lot of amazing people down here. And I don't regret anything that I've done. But it is something that I learned. I, so I pulled in the gas station and I went inside to pay. And I said to the woman, hello, behind the cashier. I said, hello. And she said, yes. And that was the first time I had ever heard that response to hello. But it does sum up America, or excuse me, Los Angeles. Yes is not a bad answer, because yes is saying, what do you want? Hello, yes, what do you want? Let's go. Let's get going. After you leave, you're not going to remember who the fuck I was, so I don't really care about your hello. What do you want? And that's, you know, that's that sort of get-to-the-point attitude that is America, whereas, you know, Canada, there, there is a lot of, you know, a lot of that sort of top of the day to you, good afternoon to strangers. You, you say that to strangers all the time and, and then they say it back and then you cheer each other up and you love, you know, that's Canada. That's a lot of places. But America's not really, as far as I've experienced, like that. There's not this you know, thing, it's, it's just different, I just got my, f uh, car insurance and house insurance bills, and I was reading the fine print, and it said, if you ever get in an accident, do not admit fault, contact us immediately, or a lawyer, but do not accept fault, that's so American, <laughs> Do not say uh, sorry. In Canada, you say sorry, even if it wasn't your fault. Hey, I'm sorry that you're going through that. I'm sorry that you hit me. Yeah, you know, you, it sucks that you you hit me because now you gotta pay for it. I'm sorry for you. But yeah, you can't say sorry here. I learned it the hard way. My dog bit a woman's dog, and I went and I apologized. And my lady said, "Do not apologize." You don't know what you're getting yourself into. And I said, look, I know my dog bit her dog, and I got to do the right thing. So I got in the car, and I drove and met her at the emergency room. And the, they, the, <coughs> the vet stitched up her dog. And I went, and I said, I'm going to pay. And so I paid. And even the lady at the vet, vet behind the desk said, it's very nice of you to pay. Nobody ever pays. 
And so I felt good, and she goes and gives me the bill, and it was over $700, I remember. And I said, fuck it, it's my mistake. I shouldn't have had my dog off a leash. And I said, I'm sorry, and I said I would do this. So I paid. The woman was really upset. And um, I had given her my number so that she could tell me where the vet was. Anyway, I left. The next day, I got a call from her saying, you know, I've had some, I had nightmares last night, and my dog was crying, so I'm going to take her to my specialist, and I want you to pay for it. And I said, oh, fuck, in my head. And then my lady's like, who is it? And I said, it's the lady from yesterday. She wants more money. And my lady just grabs the phone and says, you got what you got, okay? Your dog shouldn't have been on our property. Goodbye. And she hung up. And that's, and I handled it. I handled it. That woman never called back. She was, she was really, she was a pain in the ass, to be honest, that lady. So Jill handled it. Because she's from here. She knows how to handle this shit. I don't. I, I mean, I was such a Canadian trying to handle that. So it'll be good to get home. It'll be good to get back to Canada for a little while and chill on the island with my folks and wave at strangers. Got to quarantine for 14 days, though, before I can hang out with my folks. That's That's the rule when you go across the border into Canada. You have to agree to quarantine for 14 days. It's based on the honor system. How Canadian is that? So I will be honoring the quarantine and staying with at my parents in my parents' mom's studio for 14 days before I leave and integrate into Canadian society and just start sneezing in people's mouths. I think that's a good rule. So come up there and see me in Oregon, up in Portland, at Helium Comedy Club, October 8th to 11th. If you can, if you can't, I'm sure when things get opened, I will be back doing stand-up comedy again. But <clears throat> no online comedy shows for this guy right here. Thanks for listening. Thanks, and please comment or you can tweet me direct message me at lockjaw l-a-c-h-j-a-w and tell me what you think of the show guys give me some feedback i asked for feedback in the past um i really don't get any feedback i get a like i get like one like but i respond to everything so if you just want to say something on instagram or twitter or on soundcloud where you listen to the podcast or whatever. Email. Bye, guys. Cue my man with the sexy voice, Morgan J. The Lockdown Podcast.